John O'Bin and Sharon. Here we go. Thursday afternoon. Welcome along to the program. Thanks to Hallenstein Brothers. Okay, so Sharon, uh, a hilarious moment took place last night when Ben, your daughter, came into the studio. Oh, we played the grandma's uh, undies game. That was fun. It was good. It was good. So the answer to any every question is uh, grandma's undies. Grandma's green underpants. Mm. Grandma's green underpants. What are you wearing today, Ben? Grandma's green underpants. I could say it without smiling, (laughs) and I couldn't do it. What did Jono eat for lunch? Grandma's green underpants. Oh, well done, Charlie. Well done. So the game is you say grandma's green underpants. Anyway, let's not play the game again. We played it once. It was fun. Yeah. So I don't think we need to play it again. But Sharon, uh, something was said to you by Sienna, which yes. uh, was caught on, on microphone. Oh, this was an innocent question, but it, I, I see I see how you, you know. It's, it's definitely one of those moments when a kid says something to you and they mean it so innocently, but they're just saying what everyone else is thinking. And um, <laughs> We will play it for you. We will play it for you next. John Ben and Sharon. The edge. Yesterday, uh, my daughter Sienna came into the studio and uh, play, we played a wee game. We don't need to play that game again. <laughs> no, it was, it was fun, fun though. Uh, but she said something to Sharon, uh, <laughs> which was off mic, and then I turned the mics on and I got her to repeat what she innocently just... she said it. It was innocently um, yeah. because I mean, she, you know, she's a lovely little girl. She means well, but uh, but when when you played it back again, it <laughs> may be like, oh, have a listen. <laughs> Sharon normally has makeup on. Sharon, you don't have makeup on today. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> that doesn't matter. <laughs> no, I do. You're right, I do. But you know what? I was being lazy today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, kids, they say the darndest things. In my defence, oh eight hundred edge, if this has happened to you as well, when a kid has just really said what everyone was thinking. You know what I'm thinking? Is that you didn't take her advice. No, I've got makeup on today. <laughs> oh, you do? I do. <laughs> Shut up. No, because that was the thing is that you know how sometimes kids do it. Like my niece does it to my, my sister all the time as well. And I'm sure it's happened to other people where um, kids... They speak just, truth. They, 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 they drop truth bombs, don't they, they? They just always point out the elephant in the room. Yeah. Like nobody else had commented on the fact that I had really phoned it in yesterday and wore <laughs> like a real like bad T-shirt, my tracksuit shorts, didn't bother putting makeup on, hadn't brushed my hair. And well, no one had commented on the fact to your face. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of That's talk in the office, eh? A lot of office talk. <laughs> but it was really funny because I couldn't figure out when um, Sina had come in, I couldn't figure out why she kept looking at me funny. And then she just turned around in her chair and really innocently was like, you don't have any make. Why don't you have any makeup on? Because like, a lot of little girls, they love makeup yeah. on adults and stuff. Mm. So she was asking it in the most innocent fashion, but I was like... Today, I'd better make an effort and put a face on for the world. Okay, 0800 The Edge. Uh, that's the telephone number. When uh, when did a kid drop a truth bomb? Emily, you had a truth bomb dropped on you by a kid as well. What happened? Yeah, I, I sure did. So um, I work with young children and I had two boys say to me, are you a mum? And I said, no, I'm not. And they said, but you're old. And <gasps> I said, uh, well, yeah, I am, but I'm not a mum. And they're like, well, but do you live with your dad? And I said, I sure <laughs> I do, but I'm I'm not a mum. And they said, well, are you married to your dad? <laughs> and you're like, yeah, I am, okay? It's weird, but it's love. <laughs> it is love, kids. Emily, that was a giant. All right, we'll get you signed. We'll get out, we'll get out. Okay. Truth bomb. Uh, text 3343. My son, Freddie, tells his, kid, uh, tells his friends all the time to look at mummy's boobs when she laughs. They shake all the time. <laughs> A kid asked me once uh, if I was aware that I had a moustache. I'm a girl. <laughs> oh. Poor Henry got in a lot of trouble for that. Yeah, he he not, he not a four-year-old, though. No. <laughs> Hayley, welcome to the show. Uh, what, when did a kid drop a truth bomb on you? So it was my darling wee nephew, and he sat there and he looked at my tummy 
and he turned and he looked at his mummy's tummy and then he goes, Mummy, why isn't Auntie Haley's tummy squishy like yours? Oh! oh fat, sh- fat shamed his own mum. <laughs> that is <laughs> oh, What a brutal what, kid. What did your sister say? She just said that mummies have cuddly tummies because they need to make babies grow. Oh, well, wow. that's a great answer. answer. Great answer. Wow. Daddy, daddies have cuddly tummies because they've given up on life. <laughs> <laughs> and they like beer. Uh, a text at 3343. Uh, my daughter decided to tell my boss, ask my boss if he knew that my mum had pooed a baby out and that there was lots of blood. <laughs> that is a, not something you want your boss to know. Adam, what, what happened to you? Um, okay, um... I was just in the supermarket with my daughter and um, at the checkout, uh, scanning our items of groceries. And she was just sort of looking a bit weirdly at the Coke bottles going over the scanner. And um, she just blurted out, um, um, <laughs> Daddy, you smoke, you smoke? Why do you smoke out of those Coke bottles? All the time? <laughs> 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 Stoner truth bomb. <laughs> um, so these are some of the texts with 3343. Um, I asked my five-year-old nephew what he was drawing, and he replied and said, Elmo. I said to him, oh, Elmo's so cute. And he replied, yeah, but every time I draw the eyes and then draw the nose, it ends up looking like a D. <laughs> he said the proper word. <laughs> really? <laughs> when you think about it, Elmo does have quite a phallic-looking nose, doesn't he? Um, another one. All, this, um, all the Sesame Street characters have got phallic-looking noses. That's mm, very strange. Um, a four-year-old once said to me, hey, if you go down that slide, you'll break it. Look how big you are. <laughs> and then a text here from a single mum just trying to get her Mac on. I picked up my son, age six, from school in London. I was flirting with a tall Irishman when I suddenly hear his strong Kiwi accent say, yeah, that's my mum over there, the one with all the chins. <laughs> Kids suck. <laughs> oh, here we Aww. go. Here we go. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Okay, so we uh, are doing a segment where we test friendships. And Ben, you've figured, well, you're moving very shortly, that yeah. the ultimate test of a friendship <laughs> is... Is to ask someone if they'll help you move. It's a question that no one really wants to be asked, even if you're a friend of someone. But if you're a friend, you feel like... Oh, yeah, I guess I've got to help you out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but deep down you're going, well, there's moving companies <laughs> that can do this job sufficiently. Yeah. Or, or the, the classic, please have something on, please have something on. But um, I actually had some luck when I asked Hilary Barry if I uh, if she could help me move. Hello, Hilary. It's Sharon. How are you? Oh, hi, babe. What's happening? Um, well, I was just wondering if uh, I've got, Bryce and I have got to move, but Bryce is going to Fiji, and I was wondering if maybe you could, because uh, we both live on the shore, that like maybe you could help me do a couple carloads of moving. Sweetie, of course I can. Oh, my gosh, especially in your condition, you shouldn't be blooming lifting anything. Well, How you about you suck it, mother? <laughs> well, done, well done, Sharon Casey. Can we, just, can we just point out that you didn't say that to Hillary Barry? That was to us? No, that was saying that to you guys, not Hillary. <laughs> the edit of that. Sounded like you. <laughs> now, the good news is, Jono, is that uh, I think it's time that you have a crack at this game. Okay. And I have thought of a celebrity that you like to say all the time is a good friend of the show, that is a good friend of yours. Mm. And uh, he's currently on Shortland Street. Used to be on Outrageous Fortune. Tammy Davis. Oh, yes. It was Manta on Outrageous Fortune. Oh, look, look. I have a level of relationship with Tammy where it's definitely not in the zone of asking him to help me move. Wow. That's great. It's even more awkward Perfect. when you make this call. Okay. Make the call, Shaz. <laughs> <laughs> now, 
he also does a, a breakfast radio show on uh, George now, so he's probably quite tired and cranky in the afternoon. So we've the thing we've is, Tammy will tell you. Tammy will give you the truth. Yeah, that's the thing. If he doesn't want to help you move, he's not going to help you move. Hello. Hey, Tammy, mate, Jono, how are you? Oh, good, mate. How are you? You good, bro? What have you been up to? Um, no, not much, mate. Today, I just been, uh, you know, did the radio, and then I went and had a had a meeting with your uh, producer. Oh, sweet, Bronnie. Yeah. No, awesome. Yeah, no, she said she was going to catch up with you. Hey, um, sorry, just uh, in a little bit of a rush. Hey, this weekend I'm moving. Yeah. And I uh, was wondering if you'd uh, t- spare us a couple of hours to help give me a hand. Uh, what's, what's that? Would you be able to help give me give me a hand moving? Sorry, you're breaking up. I'm just moving house and... Uh... Yeah, um, Jono, can you hear me? I can hear you. Yep, no, I can hear you. Huh? Uh, I was just wondering if you could help me move house. Jono, can you... Timmy. Yeah. I'm just mo- I'm moving house, mate. Can you help me... Lift stuff from one location to the other. You're you're, you're mooing. Yeah. You're mooing what? Moving. You're mooing. You're, you're mooing. Moving house. It'll take two hours Saturday morning. If you could just say yes, it'd be quite helpful. Who is this again? Tell me, it's Sharon. Bit of Sharon here, mate. Oh, well played. <laughs> the, the good news is Jono's not moving. But the, uh, we were doing the ultimate friendship test. No one likes being asked to help someone move. <laughs> so what we've determined this afternoon is that Tammy Davis is one hundred percent not your real friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, the cell phone breaking up is a great play. <laughs> so good. <laughs> there was a little moment there where I could tell. Pat, tell he was panicking. Like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, um, hey, just before you go, I, I spoke, I, like, I'm, um, Ronnie just hit me up and stuff about working with you guys next um, next year, but she probably didn't break it to you. Uh, the show's got a new name. <laughs> what, oh, yeah. what, what, Sorry, I can't hear you breaking up. <laughs> so, um, yeah, can't hear uh, you. Tammy, you there? Is this the time that we tell uh, Johnny's been dropped from the TV show and it's going to be Tammy and Ben next year? No, well, it's, no it's, it's just Tammy Davis with Jono and Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, buddy. <laughs> John Ben and Sharon. The Edge. You know how sometimes families, and it's good to see them doing things together, but they do weird traditions together. And uh, I got sent three different Snapchats from uh, three of my cousins this morning, and they were sent at midnight last night. Because the tradition in their family is that the three, my three cousins and their dad go to the midnight screening of every single Star Wars movie. Oh, that was last night, right? So they were at the movies together, and one of them's like living in Otago, has flown back for the premiere of Star Wars. They go to it. They're getting photos with all the Star Wars characters, and they go every single time to this midnight screening as a bunch of Star Wars nerds. Like, just go at a normal time. Oh, yeah, you nerds. A midnight screening's a hard one, because you obviously have to stay awake to midnight, yeah. and then you've got like two, maybe three hours to watch the movie. Oh, I know. That. A friend of mine went to the premiere last night and yeah. fell asleep. <laughs> fell asleep 45 minutes into the film. Because it was a bad movie just because it was late. No, because it was late. Right. Because he's sitting in a cosy movie theatre yeah. and he's yeah. like, it's really late. <laughs> and dozed off about 45 minutes in. It's so easily done. But that is, that, I think they even did it for all the Harry Potter movies as well. So at midnight, it's their thing. They go to the midnight premiere of movies. And it's just this odd thing that they do together as a family. Can we not just wait nine hours? You might have a 7, 7 a.m. screening or something. Yeah, nine, yeah. yeah. that's <laughs> what I'm just saying. Wait, just give it a few hours. But it, it, Get a good night's sleep. Have you guys got like any 
odd traditions that your family does. Like, I've got another uh, set of friends uh, where every Christmas everyone gets given a strawberry, and it's like Thanksgiving kind of. They um, all have to hold the strawberry and they go one by one around the table and have to say um, their highlight of the year. And then once you see the highlight of the year, you get to bite your strawberry, but you're not allowed to bite the strawberry until you've said your highlight of the year. Mm. It's real weird. <laughs> they, gonna... they did it at our house once, and every Christmas day we're like, who's got a strawberry? It's weird. We've got a family tradition of all pretending to enjoy each other's time at Christmas. Same. No, my mum always buys me really quirky presents, birthday or Christmas presents. Oh. I think I've spoken about the edible underpants previously. Yeah. That she ate off me. <laughs> <laughs> that's now become a family tradition as well. <laughs> it's a bit weird at Christmas Day. Around, on the table laying out there. <laughs> Don't go over to Christmas at the prize. That's no. all I'm saying, Sharon. I'm on the table, you for life. On the table like a turkey with a pair of <laughs> <laughs> okay. Pour gravy all over me. Um, it's all gravy, baby. I don't think anyone's going to top that, but 0800 The Edge will text us to 3343. What is the weirdest family tradition that you have witnessed? See if you can... Um, Top edible undies in Star Wars? I had a friend who uh, would still kiss uh, both of his parents on the lips. Right well into his... I'd be probably still Is doing it like it. a tradition? Well, I guess it's a tradition. <laughs> so <laughs> is like, it a tradition? Every year, it's just Tuesday. Every year he, like, gets out the mistletoe. He's like, all right, Dad, we're doing this. No, so like when he, when he sees his dad, he'd be like, hey, Dad. Okay. Hey, Mum. Okay, oh, all right. that's, uh, that's a new one. I like it, Ben. He's wanting to judge, but, he, but he's so not going to judge. Each to their own. Like, each to their own. To their own. Do you know what? That's what makes up us. Well, John, everyone's different. Everyone each to their own. I actually did it last year. Kissed your dad on the lips? No. Or your mum? Both. Mm. I was going to bed, and I couldn't remember uh, if we kissed on the cheek or the lips now, because it used to be lips when you were a kid. And I lipped them. And then afterwards, I was like, oh, I think all of us were like, we're too old. <laughs> Hold on, what? You forgot You forgot whether you kissed no, your parents on the cheek. Can we do this again? We don't, we don't live, like, because usually when I see them, it's like, hi, bye, and we, like, hug each other. But for some reason, I was You're a fully to... grown woman. Yeah. You always remember how you kiss your parents as an adult. Oh, I remember now, well and truly, it's always on the cheek. Amber, welcome. It's good to have you on. Hi, guys. Hiya. Uh, we're doing well. Hey, Merry Christmas to you. Happy Hanukkah. All that. Yep. Yeah. And if you're off to a circumcision party, we wish you all the best for that as well. Right. Okay. okay. Amber, what's your weird tradition? Uh, for about the last eight years, Kelsey, my sister, and I organised um, that we'll do costume dress-up days for Christmas Day. So we've done everything from Mexican to beer fest to um, Bonnie and Clyde. And this year we're doing a toga party Greek goddess theme. Now, so I'm... Worried about this, Amber, because you text this into three three four three, and I saw it, and it autocorrected to yoga party. So I'm worried that your family are going to turn up for a yoga party and not a toga party. So it could be a really weird one this year. Oh well, that would fit right in with my family. So that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yoga combined. They'll, they'll turn up in their Lululemon active wear, and you're wearing bed sheets. <laughs> Thank you so much, Amber. Hey Sam, welcome to the show. What is it? Uh, what is your weird family tradition? Well, it's been on for the last three years now. We um, we we kind of blow stuff up. What? <laughs> what sort of oh, stuff? Come from a long line of arsonists. Yeah. <laughs> what, sort of st- what sort of stuff? No, well, we're talking like firearms. Um, we've used spud cannons. Um, we we make homemade bombs because me and my twin brother love to do that. Okay, oh, I don't know if you should be doing that. <laughs> that like, sounds illegal. Did I mention my family is ISIS? <laughs> <laughs> it must be no. 
That must be so intimidating for like a new partner, especially if you had a sister that was bringing home a boyfriend to be like, all right, we're going to go blow some stuff up now. If you can go and hold that over there, Fred, that'll be a good time. Yeah. It'll be scary as hell. No, well, it started with Dad made a, a really bad pavlova and um, my, my dad kind of came out scared and said, boys, I've got something that needs to be destroyed. And we all just looked at each other and smiled. We knew exactly what we were going to do. <laughs> so <laughs> so putting it to the bin? We firearms licenses and everything, so we got the shotgun out and we blew it up with the shotgun. <laughs> This is the first time I've been terrified about having a son in a few weeks. <laughs> I really great. hope they don't do stuff like that. That is the most bogan crap I've ever heard of, and I love it, Sammy. Absolutely love it. Good on you, mate. Thanks, Sam. John Ben and Sharon. The Edge. This is the audio rubbish bin. We're, uh, we have vetoed an idea off here, although we give the person who came up with the idea one more chance mm-hmm. To see if it's got any life. Today, Ben, you are presenting an idea that okay. both Sharon and me are, are not on board with. Okay, well, here, here's my cracking new game, guys. It's called You versus Google. Now, I am putting high expectations on this because last time you put something in the rubbish bin, we ended up doing it all the time, which was synchronised speaking. Hey! <laughs> or was that you? <laughs> I'll take that. Thank you, Sharon. <laughs> I'll take that back. <laughs> <laughs> hey! <laughs> Please don't make me laugh. I need to go to the bathroom. Hey! Oh, make her laugh. Make her pee. <laughs> hey! I can't well, make her laugh. You know that my goal is to not wee myself on my, the show. My one weakness. I can't make anyone laugh. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so, you versus Google. Here's how it works. Someone uh, gives us a call with a fact. They ask us a question, and if we can't Google the answer within 10 seconds and get it right, they win a prize. Ooh, oh, that is a, that is a really good... I, that is good. I don't know why I'm on board with the game now, because I wasn't when you first pitched it. Actually, I was just pretending I didn't actually understand well, None of you were listening when I talked about it earlier. <laughs> Good stuff, Ben. Hey, well, this is a tip for you. Don't try and present ideas to us when there's a big basket of milkshake lollies in front of us. Because we're concentrating on that. Okay, 0800 The Edge. Have you got a question? We'll ask it. We'll then start the 10-second timer. If we can't find the answer on Google by the end of 10 seconds, you win the prize. Carl, first one to play you versus Google. Hello, Carl. What's your question? Uh, Yeah, what is a wayward son? A wayward son? What is a wayward son? We'll start the timer now. Can we get the answer within 10 seconds on Google? What is a wayward son? God, if we made Ben do it, he's slow on computers. I, can't, I don't know. It's a wayward Come son. On. No! Oh, it's a, no. Carl, you win. You win, buddy. What is it? Oh, I don't know. I was hoping you could tell me. <laughs> oh, for goodness sake. Well, he wins the game. So it's not even a thing. That's why there's flaws in this game. James, James, welcome to you versus Google. What's your question? I'm going to Google this time, Ben. I don't trust you. Okay. You're too slow. Okay. Take it away, James. How much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? Ten seconds starts now. Oh, Go, Sharon. Great question. Great question. It's one we've longed to know the answer for. Sharon isn't blinked. She's concentrating so much. A wildlife biologist once measured the inside volume of a typical woodchuck burrow. They can chuck around 700 pounds. Oh, well done, Sharon. You take that one out. Good. Well, Google yeah, takes yeah, that one yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah we're doing yeah. more. I really okay, like this yeah. game. Okay. okay, Jono, this is your turn to do the Googling. Okay. Oh, 800 The Edge, welcome to you versus Google. Google. What's your question? Oh, turn your radio down so we can hear you. Damn it! Why did I say take one more? Okay, I knew I, I shouldn't have said take one more. I don't know. I took one more. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Jono, you're obsessed with something. You keep bringing it up all the time. Well, I'm only obsessed with it because it does keep popping up in the news and I'm like, mm. Whoa, there's a jingle for this. I made a jingle for this for you. Okay. I got Dan to make a jingle for it to make okay. it more interesting. So you got someone else to make a jingle for I it. I got someone to make a jingle for this <laughs> under my instruction oh, right. because I thought it would make your boring shit a bit more exciting. I want to see a Bitcoin. Bit, 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 Bitcoin. 
Bitcoin. Seriously, what is a Bitcoin? That is not the jingle I asked for. What did you ask for? I asked for one that went, let's learn about Bitcoin. It's going to be real fun. There's a lot of energy being focused around the jingle. Okay, I'd like to... Which yeah. wasn't great. I think we can all agree on that. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. You're not, me, not giving me the strongest start for my piece here. So there's a lot of chat about Bitcoin lately, and Bitcoin is basically online money. So it's not money, not notes and stuff you can hold in your hand. It's currency you can use online. One Bitcoin, just one Bitcoin, <laughs> around $13,000, New Zealand dollars. So if you were going to buy a house on Trade Me, could you buy it with Bitcoin? You can buy anything. Houses, boats, cars. Does it convert Humans, to money, though? If you're into human trafficking. What? Bitcoin can buy you there. You can buy a nuclear weapon with Bitcoin on the dark web. Does it come... Does it hey, com- you like heroin? <laughs> no. Not good. But Do you? If it was a hobby of yours, <laughs> you could buy, buy it with Bitcoin. Bitcoin. What's the stop them making more Bitcoin? Like... What's the stop them... What's that, sorry, mate? Yeah, if it was drunk during <laughs> this. What stops them buying Bitcoin? <laughs> so what... Okay, so there's... Like what's what's to say? Because it's not an actual currency. What, so it's not a car- more, more Bitcoin out there. Though. They introduce more, and then they, well, you thought you had seventeen thousand dollars worth, and then suddenly they they release another three million. I think they're only they're only ever going to have a certain amount of Bitcoin. Oh, so they've like capped it. They've right. capped it because I... obviously, if they create more, it lessens the value. That was of my it. question. I tried to ask. <laughs> I yeah. thought Bitcoin was like the gold nuggets. Hey, Sharon. <laughs> Why don't you just go and have a seat out there, mate? Okay. <laughs> take some time out. Just I'm going to my cookie. Grab a Powerade. I love mo- how I'm the one, the one that actually has investments is getting kicked out of the investment you know, chair. See, there's a mirror behind you there. Why don't you go and have a good, long, hard look at it? <laughs> okay. I'll go eat my cookie now. Yeah, sit on the bench, mop your brow the, with a towel. Lead the men to talk about Dan, just you know, get out that whiteboard, just sort of talk to her about some plays we could do this afternoon. <laughs> We'll get back out there, Casey. Okay, sure. We'll bring you back on the second half, babe. <laughs> okay, mate. <laughs> well, what we want to know, has anyone got Bitcoin? Has anyone purchased Bitcoin? What have you bought with the Bitcoin? Okay. How do I get Bitcoin? I want to get on this Bitcoin Can thing. Can I go sit with Sharon as well? You get out there too, okay, mate. Crazy. You come I'm back, we'll put you back on the second okay, half, okay? I'll wait under the edge. Three, three, four, three's the text. John Ben and Sharon. The edge. I want to see you. Whatever Bitcoin. it is. <laughs> I've just received a text okay, okay. from oh, Kate Hawksby, respected journalist. Okay. Kate Hawksby. Hawksby. Well, you News know you've got a text because you don't have it on silent. It plays loudly. Every News time he gets a text, it goes... She said to me, you man explaining Bitcoin to me while I'm trapped in rush hour traffic is more than I can bear. Whatever happened to playing music? She's not going to answer now because she's switched to something else. Yeah. Someone that's not mansplaining bitcoins. Oh, she's not answering the phone now, okay. I see. Hawksby. Big player on the texts, I see. <laughs> not wanting to come through live on the radio. <laughs> no? Feel free to leave me a message and I'll get back to you. Yeah, I will. I will. Yeah. At the tone, record your message. Hawksby, prior. <laughs> hey, what's, what's all this rubbish you're trying to get inside my head while I'm producing a radio show? Well, he's hey? producing it now, eh? Uh, <laughs> I didn't think this, this, a lot. this Bitcoin chat could get any worse, but well, here we are. Jackson, you've got Bitcoin. What did you buy, mate? <laughs> um, it's not really me that I bought. It's my friend that got into it. He got into it when it Your phone's terrible, Jackson. Sorry, mate. Oh. We'll come back, we'll come back to you. Hang on. <laughs> Michael, uh, what did you buy with your Bitcoin? Oh, look, dude, I've got the Bitcoin horror story of the century, I'm Uh-oh. afraid. Uh-oh. This is the online money, Bitcoin, mansplaining. <laughs> yeah, okay. Back in 2013, I was working in the banking industry and I read a document uh, based on Bitcoin and I had $90,000 to invest. 
I got my digital wallet and was ready to make the trade and my wife at the time decided to ask for a divorce, um, which sent me into emotional turmoil. And I'm afraid to say, as of last week, that same investment's probably worth $76 million, $100,032. Oh, no. Michael! Oh, my God. So... Yep. You were about wow. to do it. Oh, my God. This has actually happened to so, a lot of um, celebrities oh. as well. They were offered to play these gigs in Bitcoin, and it was like five times more in Bitcoin or whatever, and they said no, yep. so they didn't know what it was. And it's like th- when you go with those festivals yeah. and you have to buy the dollars there mm. or something. You're like, oh. Pay. But so yeah. I actually read the document that when the Bitcoin was introduced to the financial markets, uh, like the World uh, Financial Organization, they were in the process of recognising Bitcoin and giving it justification oh. that they were going to acknowledge it as a currency. So when I was going to purchase, it was $13. And, well, you know the price of Bitcoin now. Wow, yes. yep. now, Someone was saying it's uh, almost becoming the official currency of Japan. Really? Wow. Well, That's massive. Look, I think this is just the start of what we're about to see with digital currency. Oh, and, you know, as you know, um, it's a hidden currency and you can make trades all over the world and it is hidden. That's so, yeah, that's the thing. Like, oh, it's anonymous. So there's no trace on it. That's why you can buy wow. all nuclear weapons and bloody humans and stuff because there's no trace on it. <laughs> well, Michael, it's a fantastic it, currency. If it makes you feel better. It's exceptional. Apparently there's a website called Bitcoin Regret where there's lots of stories like yours. So uh, go check that out. Hopefully it'll make you feel a bit better. And if Kate Hawksby's still listening, Mike, uh, he can buy his fancy Italian loafers in Bitcoin, uh, Mike Hosking. Right. Probably, yeah. That's probably why he's got so many, isn't it? <laughs> so there we go. Do we want to take one more Bitcoin yeah, call? I don't think we can beat 70, how many million dollars, that guy? Sarah, Sarah see if you can top hey. it. What's your Bitcoin <laughs> chat? What did you buy? What did you do? Okay, not that I have bought it, but I just wanted to point out, um, currently Bitcoin is at 23,691.83. Um, if you want to invest in Bitcoin, it's too expensive to buy into. There are other websites such as RippleCoin or Litecoin on the Ethereum, which the price of that is lo- substantially lower than the price of Bitcoin at the moment. Or another option to get a Bitcoin is you can farm them. It is free to farm them. You just need, like, uh, GPUs and power and internet, obviously, to run them. And it does take a while to farm them, but it's a lot better financially than trying to straight out buy them at this stage in the game. I'm sure someone out there understood everything you were saying. <laughs> I wasn't one of them. I was not one of them. But uh, I'm starting up a farm, though, guys. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm going to plant some coins in the dirt and hope for the best. <laughs> Get some so cows basically, in. Jack and the Magic Beanstalk has come to life. That's what I picked up from that, Sarah? Basically, yeah. But, yeah, at least find, you don't have to trade a cow for this one. You just need power and the internet. Wow. <laughs> okay, we've learned a little bit about Bitcoin. You sound like someone who's made a bit of money online. Uh, not as much as I would like. <laughs> well, you, keep you keep chipping away. You keep chipping away, and then one day you'll be far too big to talk to this radio show, Sarah. Good on you, mate. <laughs> Thank you very much. Bitcoin chat. See your Bitcoin. Bit, bit, Bitcoin. I want to see your Bitcoin. What even is a Bitcoin? Yeah, that was quite interesting. John Ben and Sharon. The Edge.